Today we are going to go over salvation. What does it mean? What does the scripture say? And as we see here, the only saving name, Yeshua. Yahweh means what? What does it mean? There's, a, there's something to it. Yah, right? Yah is my salvation. Where does our salvation come from? Yeshua. Yahweh sent Yeshua to be our salvation. Now, a lot of people say, well, they can use whatever name, but let's go over this. Acts 2.38 Peter replied, Repent, Teshiva, and be immersed, every one of you, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Ruach HaKadosh. HaKadosh, right? The Holy Spirit as what we know it to be, right? The Ruach HaKadosh. Now, notice that does not say at that point you're saved, it's all done and over with. And notice it says in the name. So without being immersed in his name, how can your sins be forgiven? Let's go on. So many claim it, but yet how do we obtain it? There's so many people out there saying, oh, well, you know what? I'm saved. I'm saved in this name. I have this name. I have all this. And what does the scripture say about these things? Salvation is found in no one else. There is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Acts 4 and 12. No other name. We can say what we want. We can do what we want. We can go and act like we're saved and we have all this and we thought we were saved. But I would submit to you that the scripture says we are not saved and we cannot obtain salvation in any other name. We find it first in Genesis 49 and 18. A lot of people say, well, show me this and show me that. Genesis 49 and 18. And we still find the living true in our life and waiting on our salvation. 49 18, I have waited on your salvation. I have waited for Yeshua, O Yahweh. They knew. I believe they knew what was coming. They knew what was being prophesied. When the prophets was saying that he was going to come and hang on a tree, when he was going to come and be bruised, they may not have known like what we know right just like we don't know what's going to really happen in all of revelation we know but we haven't seen it hasn't come to pass so therefore you know you have faith you have hope you believe what's going to happen but you don't really know how it plays out make sense we have to watch we have to listen and we have to do what the scripture says I've heard men tell other people, welcome to the kingdom, right? They come into Sabbath, they come into this, and they shake their hand, welcome to the kingdom. A man has welcomed you to the kingdom. A man is saying that you're saved. A man is saying since he took you somewhere, then you're saved. We have to be very careful of this. See, we love to hear it, and we want to hear that at Fred's funeral. We want to hear he was saved in 1972 and he went and lived his life and all these great things. How he helped the cat out of a tree and in 1949 he loved his wife and three children and was married and oh boy, all this great stuff. It sounds good, but what's the truth of the matter? Right? We don't want to really hear that he couldn't stand his wife. His kids never got along with them. They fought all the time for the last 20 years. They never spoke to each other. Right? We don't want to hear that. We want to sugarcoat it. We want to go and make it different. 1 Corinthians 11.31 For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. If we would do what we're supposed to do, we are not worried about judgment. But we don't want to do that. We don't want to be judged. We don't want to listen to it because I don't have to listen to what this man says. This man ain't going to tell me nothing. 
Matthew 6 and 1. Take care not to do your good works before men to be seen by them, or you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. Stand up and testify. Stand up and testify. Tell us how it is. Sarah, what did you do? Well, I went before these people and I testified and I witnessed and I told them about and I told them and I told them and I told them and they might be at church next Sunday and oh boy, what reward will you get? Even if you did it halfway right, where is your reward? You just received it. It's amazing how all these churches and all this churchianity, and it creeps into the assembly. It creeps into what? The assembly of people trying to do exactly the way that the pagans are doing it. The people that don't have the right name. The people that celebrate whatever. Take care not to do your good works before men to be seen by them, or you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. Matthew 6 and 1. This is not optional. This is not multiple choice. This is not pick and choose which scripture I want to hear. This is telling you, if you want your rewards, if you want your salvation, this is how you obtain it. Any other way, you're a thief. Any other way, you're not going to get it. It's not like, hey, I'm going to bring an apple to the teacher, and I'm going to talk nice to the teacher. I'm going to flirt with my teacher, and I'm going to get a better grade. Yahweh is just. He is merciful and gracious, yes, but he is going to judge us all with the same judgment, right? The same scriptures. Matthew 10 and 32. Everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, will I also de deny before my Father who is in heaven. Who are we talking about? Yeshua. Yeshua. He is going to deny you before the Father if you deny him. So if you go and say, I'm American, I can speak whatever and call upon whatever, you're going against scripture. Matthew 10, 35. For I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. See, the one who comes in peace is the Antichrist. This is what their Jesus is coming and telling you that come as you are. Come as you are. It's okay. Come and be whatever abominable national thing. And you know what? You can bring adultery with you. You can bring pig's feet with you. You can eat some pork rinds. That's what they're trying to proclaim. But the Messiah says, be perfect. The Messiah says, if you love me, keep my commandments. This is all scripture, folks. Not what we want to hear. Not how we want to twist it. Not how we want to go and listen on Sabbath. Not how Pastor Joe puts it. Not how Rabbi Fred puts it. What the scripture says. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Acts 4 and 12. Like it or not, there is no other name. So what is this name? We have to find the name. We have to get the name right. If we don't get the name right, then what are we going to call upon? Who are we calling upon? And at the end of the day, who says it's okay to call upon anybody else? For the grace of Elohim has appeared that offers salvation to all people. This is to all people. Not just to Westerners. Not just to the Americans. Not just to the English-speaking folks. That's why it's one name. Right? When I go to Japan, I don't say my name is... and change it. I say my name is Greg. When I go to Europe, when you go to Germany... My name is Greg. Wherever you go, that's my name. Or I'm somebody else. Or I come in another name. Yeshua said he came in whose name? How do we get Yah 
Yahshua. I came in my father's name. I come to be about my father's business. Yah, Yahshua, right? See how that goes together? How, how that fits so perfectly? If we're not careful, we want to go and do what we want to do, but it doesn't fit. It doesn't make sense. It just don't work. And the whole point of the matter, whether we like it or not, we have to go with Scripture. And Scripture says, And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men which we must be saved. No other name. <clears throat> we can't do it the, <clears throat> the way we want. We can't have it the way we want. We can't even go and say, well, you know, if you just kind of say, if you kind of, you know, mumble it out, if you kind of do it the way this is, <clears throat> we can't do it that way. We have to do what so saith Yahweh. We have to do what the scripture says, right? I mean, any other way, we're same as a thief. We're trying to come in the door, and we're trying to do it in our own way. One more time. Salvation is found in no one else. There is no other name given under heaven, given to men what, which we must be saved. By which we must be saved. Acts 4 and 12. It's just, I just want to show that what the scripture is saying. Now, you might go back to Pastor Joe, you might go back to Rabbi Fred, you might go back to whatever, but this is what the Scriptures is saying. For I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. He came with a sword. Matthew 12 and 50. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. But you're... Mother is outside and she bids. She wants to talk with you and she wants to do this. Whoever does the will of the Father. This is where we get lost. This is where we lose our minds, if you will. This is where we're on the narrow path and we can't find a friend. Because our true brothers and sisters are hundreds, if not thousands, of miles away. The church folk, the people that believe in whatever, that can eat whatever, that can live their life whatever, they're not our brothers and sisters. Right? They're not the ones that's going to help us. How are you going to help me if you tell me I can call salvation in any name? You're going to directly against what the scripture teaches. Jeremiah 29 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares Yahweh. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and future. His plans are to do <clears throat> marvelous things with us. But when we go and call upon another God, when we go and pray to somebody else, whether it's wood, stone, rosary beads, Mary, John, Fred, whoever, we don't get to pick our God. If we do, then there's what you get. But you also have to know when you pick that God and you pray to Mary and you get your rosary beads, that's who expects you to call upon in your time of need as well. And when you grab that and it doesn't work, then what happens? You see what I'm saying? It's not only a losing salvation, we're losing our prosper. We're losing our hope. We're losing our whole future and we're just flushing it down with whatever we think is okay. These countries get devastated. They have tsunamis. They have waves. They have all these storms, all these earthquakes. Why do you think that comes about? Because they have other gods. Look at these countries and they have these great big giant stone and wooden and all this junk. He doesn't like it. Look into me and be saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am Elohim, and there is none else. We have to take him at his word. We have to take him for what he says. If we don't do what he says, if we don't do it his way, then how can we have salvation? I've heard it. Oh, well, <clears throat> I was saved by the... 
gay guy and I was saved and how was you saved? Who told you? Who told you you was saved? When you, if you're out there and you think you was saved and you did this and you did that and you was saved, who told you you was saved? Because let's go again. Even if you go to the Acts 2.38, Peter replied, Repent and be immersed, every one of you, in the name of Yeshua, for the forgiveness of your sins. So according to this, and you will receive the gift of the Ruach HaKadosh. So according to this, without the name Yeshua, <clears throat> your sins are still there. Without the names of Yeshua, you just used another name. You just got wet. You got in the tank. You got dunked. You got to the river. Wherever you did it, however you did it, without the name of Yeshua, you still have those sins. They have not been washed away. 1 Timothy 2 and 3 through 4. This is good and it is pleasing in the sight of Elohim, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. It says he deceives the whole world. How does he deceive the whole world? Oh, he used Jesus, he used Muhammad, he used whatever name that people will accept. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of Elohim that brings salvation to everyone who believes. Romans 1 and 16. What is our salvation? What is our hope? We have to believe. What do we believe in? Not what we want to. We have to believe in the Messiah. For this is the will of Elohim that you should abstain from sexual immortality, right? What are these things? Well, we have the physical and we have the spiritual. I think we've all been well versed in the physical. The spiritual is harlotry if we take another God, if we have another bride, if we have another anything in between him and us. Make sense? It doesn't matter if it's your puppet. It doesn't matter if it's your cross. It doesn't matter what you have. That is not right. Just plain and simple. You're putting something in between you and him. And he says, have no other gods before me. People take rosary beads, they take crosses, they take rings, they take all kinds of stuff, and they say, oh, well, this is my representation of my God. Does he need a representation? Did he tell us to do any of this? Does he say, oh, by the way, once we do this, then he doesn't say that, right? Our covenant is we are doing what? Keeping the commandments. Our covenant is... We are keeping his Sabbath day. We don't need <clears throat> jewelry and things of this nature to make us show what truly shows the world. So you can put on a necklace, you can put on a chain, you can put on anything. The world sees it for sure. But does it truly show them? Well, you're on the Sabbath buying popsicles. Well, yeah, I see you got your necklace and your cross and your this on, but... Why are you up here buying popsicles? Oh, it's hot. Oh, aren't you supposed to be set apart? See, they learn enough. They know enough. The enemy will even tell them enough to go against you and be a witness against you because we're supposed to have a good report. Let's go on. John 10 and 9. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. If we don't come to the door, then how can we have salvation? If we do not come to him the way he wants it to be. The way he wants it, not the way we want it. See, if you come around the back door, what are you? You're a thief. If you come around the back door and you're trying to get in, at the very least, you're suspicious. Hey, what are you doing back there? 
What are you doing trying to get in? Why can't you just come to me? What are you doing back there? Something don't look right to me. Something ain't right. What are you doing? But many people are trying to do that, and many of these so-called pastors and churches are trying to proclaim you can come in any old way. Just use whatever name. Oh, well, it's only, or then they'll lie and tell you it's only Jesus. Who is he? The whole fact of the matter, if you would have walked in that day and called upon him, they might have wanted to try to stone you. They would have rebuked you. He would not have turned, Yeshua would not have looked at you by calling him another name. Unless he rebuked you. We somehow think by our deception and by people mass doing things that it's okay. But the scripture teaches us just the opposite. John 4 and 16, Yeshua answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. <clears throat> Cut and dried, folks. We cannot go to the Father unless we go through Yeshua. Unless we have been immersed in the name of Yeshua. The sins are still there. That's what the scripture says. First Thessalonians 5 and 18, And everything give thanks, for this is the will of Elohim in Yeshua for you. To give thanks. Not to go to church and whine and cry and moan. And How is that helpful? How is that helpful to the kingdom? Oh, well. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I barely made it tonight. Oh, my car almost started and overheated and oh. Whew. He was sure fighting me getting here tonight, folks. Whew. Oh, my. And, you know, I got a prayer list. Where is it? Oh, I got like 13 people in the family sick. Yeah, they've all been to church. They've been to church for 14 years. Oh, man. Let me tell you, let's start off. Sally was sick in bed. Bobby was sick and bumped his head. Uh, Fred fell down and hurt his foot. Um, um, little Johnny is sick with the fever. And 30 minutes go on. But the scripture tells us if we have salvation, if we have obtained it, if we know Yeshua, if we know Yahweh, what did I read a while ago? His plans are for us to prosper. We will have a sound mind and body. That's what scripture teaches. Now may the Elohim of peace who brought again from the dead of our Messiah Yeshua, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant. Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. 21. Equipped you with everything good that you may do his will. Working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. Through Yeshua, the Savior, to whom be glory forever and ever, so be it. Hebrews 13, 20, and 21. How can we do anything? How can we be pleasurable in his sight when we're calling upon whoever? When we're going around telling people this is the way it's done. We have to know this is the creator that we're talking about. This is the one who has sent forth his son. The creator. And Yahweh is his name. Why wouldn't we want to use his name? I, it just, you know, it, it's almost amazing that people don't want to use the name. That they want to say they're American, that they're English, or they're this, or they're that. And, I, well, I'm just going to stick with Jesus. I'm just going to... So even knowing the scripture says Yeshua, even knowing that there was no Jesus in 1611... There was none in the scripture then. That the only saving name is Yeshua. Then you're going to refuse it. Is what you're saying. And if you refuse this name. By default. Like it or not. You have just refused salvation. Salvation is only tame, obtained through Yeshua. And that I would also submit to you at the end. On judgment day. There's a judgment and there's the white throne judgment. The judgment is whether you make it in or not. 
After that, then we have what? Then we have our crowns. Then we have what's coming to us. But before we worry about what crown and how many sets of wings we're getting and what all's going to be in our mansion and what all we have, we have to get in. We have to know Yeshua. We can't come and say, well, and it's no different. It's amazing that people say, oh, those, those Muslims and Muhammad, those people that go and worship this stone and these people that go and worship this, but yet they got a rosary bead and they're praying to Mary. Right? It's absurd when, oh, well, you know what? I'm just going to go talk <clears throat> and use this name. But those other people are absurd, right? Those other people, those Muslims, those other countries, those other people don't know what's going on. They're all washed up. But you're going to use the name you want to use. So how can they not use that name and it fits your name? You see what happens? We It either goes all together in bottlenecks or it doesn't. Either all the names he just don't care about or he does care about. And as we've just seen, he very much cares about it. Not one verse does it say, come to me in any name. We've just went over that. And he said to them, all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his stake daily and follow me. Luke 9.23, deny themselves daily? You mean wear a head cover if you're a woman? Wear seat seats if you're a man? To do those things daily? To go out in public and profess the name? Daily? There's actually a lot to do that, right? We want to say and act like on Sunday or on Sabbath or whatever day you go to church. You want to act like that's fine for those two hours. Oh, this ain't nothing amongst all these people that believe like I do. But then you go and change and look just like the world. Even their so-called pastors. You see them at Walmart. They look like the world or less than the world. Some of them look a lower class in the world. What is that guy? I thought he was the pastor. He was just in a suit and tie when his wolf sheep clothing. Now look at him in shorts and a t-shirt. Amazing, isn't it? There's a lot of that. How does one deny oneself? Well, when you want to give your opinion and you want to eat bacon and you want to buy those shoes and you want to get all that extra shiny dress on. Oh, but wait a minute. I, I thought that was just, no, that's denying all that. When you say, well, which comes first? The creator and his way and me presenting myself a holy acceptable sacrifice or the way the world looks because many will think that oh well if i look dressed suit and tie and a woman dressed all pretty and all make up that's you know you got to do that to fit in wrong psalms 119 105 your word is a lamp for my feet a light into my path if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask Elohim that giveth to all men liberty, and taunt not, it shall be given him. James 1 and 5, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, Trust in Yahweh with all your heart, and do not lean to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. A lot of times we want to go and say, oh, well, yeah, but... I was called this name. I was told this name. Can't we just use this name? Can't we just do what we want to do? What does it say? Trust in Yahweh with all your heart and do not lean to your own understanding. If we want to go and lean on our own understanding, we know what we're going to be into if we have any knowledge. We're going to go and do what we want to do and we're going to put a stamp of approval on it and say, boy... That was great. I like that. Sounds good, looks good, but our paths become crooked. They become a very curved, crooked path, and if we're not careful, others follow that. So let's not be so fast to say, well, wait a minute. These words are coming out of my mouth. 
I can say what I want to say, and I can do it the way I want it to be done, but if we're not using the correct names, if we're not using the correct Sabbath, if we're not doing what the Scripture says, and it says if you lack wisdom to ask, why can't we, why don't people pray? Why can't someone, instead of coming on and trying to blast out and say, that's nonsense, that's horseradish, that's this and that, and whatever bright light bulbs in their head to say, have you prayed about that? Have you went over that? Have you searched the matter out? Have you studied it? Or it goes against your religion. It goes against your pastor. It goes against your uncle who's your pastor. It goes against your daddy who's the pastor. Come on, folks. Yeshua versus the rabbis. Peter spoke concerning the words of Paul. 2 Peter 3 and 15. An account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given to him, wrote into you, as also in all apostles, speaking in them of these things, wherein are some things hard to be understood, which the ignorant and unsteadfast rest, as they do also the other scriptures, and to their own destruction many people let them call them rabbis which means master teacher we are not the master teacher the one who comes is going to be the master teacher not the antichrist a lot of people are looking for the antichrist to come and set everything straight a lot of people that think they know what's going on are really looking for the antichrist Oh, I can do feast days when I want to do the feast days. I do the feast days the way I want to do them. And when he comes, he's going to tell me, he's going to tell you what? You was wrong? Do we have the liberty in Scripture? Does it say, well, where's it written? Live your life the way you want to. Come to me on your times. Come to me when you feel like it. When you get around to it, by all means, where does these scriptures? Nowhere. But again, just the opposite. I hate your new moons and your feast days. They are loathsome to me. It's heavy for me to bear them. He can't hardly stand it. Why? Well, let's take a look. Because people are playing board games. They're playing with each other. They're talking about each other. They're doing whatever. And who's in it? It's about going and seeing Zachary. It's about going and seeing the lion and lamb. It's a name thing. It's not about the creator. It's not about what he wishes. It's not about him looking down and saying, Where's my feast days? Why don't you come to me on my appointed days? It's no different than you put a wedding together and a banquet together and you said everybody be here June 12th 2021 and people showed up on June the 3rd some came on August the 3rd would we be okay with that what are you doing the wedding ain't until next month this is not the time that I sent for you well you know let's have it now I'm here the audacity. August 3rd. It passed. What are you doing here now? Well, I thought I'd show up eventually. Do you really think that he's going to be okay with that? We're not okay with it. So why would we think he would be okay with it? Doesn't make too much sense, does it? Oh, well, you know, I'm going to let... Uh, I'm going to do... It don't make no sense. Any way you look at it. If you legitly think about it and look at it he's not going to come and tell you oh you just got it all wrong again not after all the people and the messiahs went through to get you the truth the messiah did not teach religion he didn't go and say this baptist this pentecost now we're going to start a new religion and now we're going to call people christians and now we're going to call people this and over anatok and all this he did none of that he taught the israelites to return back to the covenant 
he made with them. He said, all the lost, all I come for the lost. Too many people are thinking they're all fine and dandy today. It's okay. It's all right. I'm going to do it my way. <clears throat> That's the way it's got to be. And they've forgotten the true sign, the true covenant, the old covenant, the covenant of old. The sign of the covenant. Are you wearing it? Surely my Sabbath you shall keep. For it is sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am Yahweh who set you apart. Exodus 31 and 13. That's your wedding ring, if you will. This is what he says is the covenant. How could you possibly be part of the covenant? How could you have salvation? How can you have any of this without having the truth? People say, I was saved under the J guy five years ago, ten years. How? If the whole covenant is set up on the Sabbath and you was in a Sunday church, how did you obtain it? Who came down and told you you had obtained salvation? Because the scriptures keep saying that this is the covenant. This is my laws. These are my statutes. To walk perfectly. To walk circumspectly. So in what point in time did you ever listen to a man to tell you anything different? Let's look at it one more time. <coughs> the sign of the covenant. Are you wearing it? And are you wearing it correctly? Are you really doing the Sabbath, or do you take it off throughout the week? Y'all know what I'm talking about. I got a wedding ring on, and when I go to the club, I'm taking it off. I got a wedding ring on, but when I go out and I see somebody, oh, I'm taking it off. Do we do this? Oh, I'm going to keep the Sabbath. I'll keep it in front of my peeps. I'll keep it in front of the household church. I'll keep it in front of the assembly. Oh, of course I can do that for two hours, three hours. I, I can, you know, shut my mouth, be quiet for almost a couple hours. Right? I mean, I can do that. We all know what I'm talking about, most people, right? If you've been to any kind of church, you know what's going on on whatever day that they come to worship or do whatever. They're all about it. And usually by the end, there's so much gossip and complaining going on that it's ridiculous. The Jerusalem of this world is not like the Jerusalem of the next world. The Jerusalem of this world, anyone wants to ascend, can ascend. It's okay. Come to Israel. Come to the woods. Come, come, come. One and all. Everybody come. Bring your money. Bring buckets of money. Come on, everybody. But the one of the next world are only those who are prepared and ready to ascend. Without sin, without flaw, without blemish, without whatever garbage that the world has thrown upon you and you forgot to wash off. This is all about cleanliness. Salvation is all about cleanliness. And the right name, which should be the beginning of the wisdom. Yahweh. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense and my fortress. I shall not be moved. Psalms 26 and 6. Yahweh has sent my salvation. That salvation comes in the form of Yeshua. Again, if we do not have the Messiah then how can we obtain salvation? And this is not to make people mad. This is not to get people upset. This is not for you to go and have a fit. This is for the knowledge. If you don't have this, then you just lack the wisdom. You've been uneducated or not educated correctly. Right? Is there something wrong with the ignorance? Is there something wrong with sinning in ignorance? But once you've been told, hey, 
if you leave that car in park, it's going to roll forward. Yeah, whatever. Okay. And then you go look and you say, wow, that car's rolling forward. It's in park. And then you go stand in front of it and it runs over your foot. Who's to blame? That car ran over my foot. You've seen it with your own eyes. I told you two weeks ago, but that car ran over my foot. How are we going to stand before the Creator and say, I never knew, I didn't know, or, or, you know. We have to be very careful in what we put forth and what we believe as opposed to what the Scripture says. Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6, Trust in Yahweh with all your heart and do not lean to your own understanding. 1 Peter 2 and 15, for so is the will of Elohim that with well-doing you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. In all other things, in all things we are to look great, be the light of the world. Even when they make fun, even when they say I'm American, even when they do all these nonsensical things, we are supposed to go forth and know what the Messiah did. Matthew 6 and 10, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's all about the Creator's will. It's all about being covered in the Messiah's blood. If we are not washed clean, then we are still full of sin. Ephesians 5 and 15 through 20, look carefully how then you walk, not as unwide, but as wise. Right? Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the best use of time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of Yahweh is. And do not get drunk with wine. Oh, well, you know, I can come to the feast days. We can have whiskey and wine, and you're not doing it right. You don't know what you're supposed to be doing. You lack knowledge. And the people that's over you, if they are over you, however they're doing it, whosever's property it is, or whoever put it together, is wrong. For that is debauchery, but be filled with the Ruach, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to Yahweh with your heart, not to each other. Hey, sister, get up and sing for me. Hey, brother, if you'd sing that song, oh, it would bless me. Not lustful things. We're crying out to Yahweh. We're thanking Him. We're praising Him. Giving thanks always and for everything to Elohim the Father in the name of Yahweh, Yeshua, our Savior. Second Peter 3 and 9. Yahweh is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us ward, toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. It's not his will that we use whatever name. It's not his will that we stay in ignorant places. It's not his will that we go and do these things. But he's not going to drop a rock on most of us. He's not going to go and do things terrible against us. But he may chastise us. He may show us. It may rain on our parade, so to speak. And what are we going to do about it? Oh, that happens every year. It gets cold and we freeze every year. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, that's that's terrible, isn't it? <clears throat> First... John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from unrighteousness. But again, we must be using his name and the creator's name. Who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth? 1 Timothy 2 and 4, Micah 6 and 8. He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does Yahweh require of you, but to do justice, and to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your Elohim. Proverbs 16 and 4. 
Yahweh has made all things and for its own ending, yes, even the wicked for the day of evil. He will let things come up against us just to prove to us and chastise to us that we're doing wrong. First John, what is sin? Has sin gone away with? Do we still contend with sin? First John 3 and 4. Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. There was no sin in Yeshua. So we were, if we profess we have broken the covenant, the law, and it's done away with, then we are living in sin. So again, how can you have salvation? How can you obtain salvation when you continue to live in sin? Let's go on. Revelation 21, 27. And no unclean thing shall ever enter in it, nor any one profane, or one who causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Yeshua is our salvation. And if your name is not written in the book of life, then what are you going to hear? Depart from me. I never knew you. Ecclesiastics 12 and 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear Yahweh and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. That's the whole duty of man. Is to fear Yahweh and to keep his commandments. You know why a lot of people don't do these things? They don't think they have to. There's a pastor. There's a preacher. There's a teacher. There's a YouTuber. There's somebody who's saying, Hey, if you use this name, well, that's what we've always used. We've used this name. We've done this. We've done that. We've done it this way. And that's been good enough for Granny. We're not trying to please Granny. What has it got to do with people that's in the grave? He says he is a Elohim of the living, a God of the living. And we have to worry about our own salvation. I don't know how many people has went and said, oh, but, you know, what about Grandma? What about this? What about Grandpa? What about them? You can't save them. You can only help yourself. Your rowboat is out there. Will you accept it? Or are you just going to say, I can swim? I'm going to continue to swim. It's a vast ocean. Yeah, but I think I can make it. I don't see any land in sight. Oh, I'm sure that, you know, it. I'm sure I'll... It'll work out. I'll pray about it. And here comes a cramp, and here comes this, and you're out of food. You ain't had no water four or five hours. All right, super swimmer. What are you, Michael Phelps or something? Right? But the Messiah can walk on water. You see where this goes? You can take your best swimming ability, and it means nothing because the Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, can walk on water. It's not a problem. But when we go with any other way, then we come into problems. If you have any questions, comments, by all means, we'd like to go over this some more if you want to go over it some more. But we must go. It's really cut and dried. It's really as simple as can be. We have to go with Yahweh. We have to go with Yeshua, and we have to use his name to be immersed to have those sins washed away. I know there's plenty of people that think that they're out there, and they're saved, and they're sanctified, and they're okay, and there ain't no more sins among them, but we all know we sin, right? We sin, we fall short, we do things we shouldn't do. How can we obtain that salvation? We hope for that salvation. We do these things in hopes that Yeshua turns to the Father and says, This one's mine. This one has not denied us. This one has not denied me. Instead of, Oh, well, yeah, you're right. That one went with the J guy. That one went with Muhammad. That one used whatever. He never professed our name. He never professed my name. And then he's not going to profess you before Yahweh. 
So we have to get this down. We have to know Yeshua. We have to know Yahweh. And furthermore, he has to know us. If he doesn't know us, he's going to say, depart from me, I never knew you. If we don't ever use his name, how does he know us? If we never called upon him, how does he know us? There's all kinds of people out there. They're people. They're human beings. But if you don't know them, you don't know them. China, Asia, Japan, Hawaii, whatever state. Yeah, there's people all over, but we don't know them. It's not until you start discussing, you start talking, and then what happens? And then you build a relationship and you say, oh, I don't like that person. They do this and this and eat fish upside down and, and play with bats. I ain't a part of that. Uh, this person plays with snakes and eats unclean and goes to whatever Catholic church. I don't want a part of that. Oh, this and here wants to believe in Yahweh. This and here wants to be a brother and sister. They want to be immersed in the name of Yeshua. They want to do the right thing. They want to help me out. I want to help them out. Now we're brother and sister. Now we can have a relationship. Now I know you, brother John. Now I know you, brother Joe. Now I know sister Sarah. But the minute they start folding away and falling apart, they can lose that. So let's not think that our salvation, once we have done something, that we are forever saved. Look at Judas. Look at the people of what they've done. And it says, no lying, no cheating, no, right? If you're a part of those things, how can you think that you have obtained and kept your salvation? So again, I would submit to you that salvation is through Yeshua, from Yahweh, the Creator. Praise Yahweh. Hallelujah. But we cannot obtain it. We can hope for it. We can go for it. We can do the things that He says to do. But it isn't until we stand there that Yeshua professes that we fought a good fight, that Yahweh knows who we are, and He says, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter in. So until next time, I hope it's edified you. May Yahweh bless you. May his continent shine upon you, and may he grant you peace. Shalom, everybody. Thank you very much for listening, for watching. Questions, comments, if you'd like to go over it, if you want to be immersed, let us know. Till next time, Yahweh bless. Shalom. Shalom.